Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're coming to you from the Rock and Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rock and Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you can save a bunch of money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. You'll be styling. Mafia, I don't understand how uh, the wooden board is gone. Like, seriously, who who would steal that? Who would move that or get rid of it? Like, honestly. I think I just see it now. Oh, you see it? Yeah, like stuffed in the corner there. I think we got it now. So you're good? Yeah. I was going to say, it's one thing when they steal my uh, paper towels. It's another thing when they steal a piece of wood. Who knows yeah. what goes on here on the in daytime and weekends. Like, there's nothing that's explainable by logic when we're out of the studio. That's true. I would have said it a lot meaner than that, but I'll live with what you said. What goes on here during the day, I can tell you, none of it has nice language attached to it. So there you go. But listen, uh, I, I get your I, I get your drift on the baseball. I'm with you. I think that the Brewers are, you know, for me, the, the best ERA in the majors the last month, that means business. But what you said about this game comes down to pitching flat out. Now, I'll I'll give you that. They got the they got the best ERA in the majors. But that's that's as a whole. I'm talking one game. You cannot tell me that this guy Woodruff is better than uh, Max Scherzer and and Steven Strasburg. I don't know how they beat him. I don't know how they beat those two, to be honest with you, because those two guys are magical and they're going to go out. They're the I mean, they're like two of the best pitchers in baseball and I'm I'm going to the I'm going to the woodshed with them. Like, they, I, I don't know how you beat those two. Like, I, I said to Marco, Scherzer might strike out 14, 15 guys himself. He might do that, and it's uh, 1-1 in the seventh, then he leaves the game. I, honestly, I, I just, I, I get all that, and I'm with you. In any other situation, I would play the team that has the better starting pitcher in this wild card game. This team always finds a way. And this is just, I'm not playing it big. Have they ever played in the playoff before, the one game? The they've game. always been they've a division series. They've always blew champ. it in the division series. They've always blown it in the. Because they win is, the division. This is a different ball game. I understand that. And I'm not saying that I'm playing it heavy. Like, I'm not going and dropping a big number on the Brewers here tomorrow. Right. I'm saying, I'm going to have a little fun. I'm going to take the team that's given me some good juice at plus 165, plus 170, just for the pure fact. I know it's not a great bet because the guy who's got the ball on the other side is outstanding, and he's the better pitcher. I'm doing it because that team always loses. That's the only reason why in a big spot. That's the only reason why. I'm why do you think the A's are favored minus the buck 33 when they, they won't even announce who they're pitching against uh, Morton? 
How do you how do you favor? Because they're home. Because they're home. <laughs> Against a guy as good as Morton. Don't you think Morton's a badass? I mean, you've seen this guy in in World Series. I do. I just think that they're going. Did he win with... the World Series with the Astros? Yeah, but I think that they're going with the A's are home, and they've got a better lineup. That's where they're going right now. <sighs> All right. By Fair. the way, since uh, July twenty, uh, July sixth, your boy Scherzer has not gone more than six innings in a game, and has given up a bunch of runs. He's gotten a ton of strikeouts. That's what he does. But I mean, just in September, he went six, six, five, six, two thirds, and six, and gave up four, one, three, five, four. So he's vulnerable right now. He missed a big portion of the middle of the season with that injury, and he came back. I guess it was mid or late August, whatever it was. So he hasn't been. Cy Young Scherzer this year, that's for sure, but he's still the best guy getting the ball these next two nights. Well, certainly uh, by name he is. You know what I mean? Uh, by name, you, you think uh, you think Scherzer, you just think dominance. But you're telling me Mavi is just giving up runs. He's just giving I mean, he's up. He's still dominant. Give up you know, 10 strikeouts and 11 strikeouts in his last two starts, but also gave up five earned runs and four earned runs in those starts. So he's putting them down. But then if they do make contact, it's going out. Wow, that's a lot of runs. Two home runs in both of his last two starts. Jeez. Seriously, that's that's uh, that's staggering, those numbers. Six home runs given up in five games in September. So he's getting lit up. A little bit. So you're gonna you're both taking the Brewers? I am. I mean, because if he's not there for all nine, I'm not trusting. I know they're throwing out that, you know, they'll bring in some of their starters and use them because they don't trust the bullpen, but I'm not going to trust that's going to work out. Milwaukee has gotten it done somehow. We marked it for dead a month ago. Said no way they can win without their boy. Still, they rallied. They had an incredible run and then just took foot off the gas this weekend. And now, you know, because of those three games against the Rockies, we're doubting them. So he's given up 12 runs in 17 and two-thirds innings in his last three starts. 12 runs in 17 and two-thirds innings. Scherzer. So he just hasn't been good. That's just all there is to it. He's been getting lit up. I'll take my chance with that big juice. I'm in at 165, 170, whatever it's going to be tomorrow. I'll take my shot in a one-gamer with that. Take your shot at one gamer with the high payout. In a game like that, which I think can go either way, I'll take the team giving me a little juice. Give me a little kickback. Give me a little extra at the window. How funny. I see here uh, the X factor of every team. They have the X factor as Giancarlo Stanton, who played about five games this year. How is he the X factor of anything? He's fresh. Please. Give me a break. Uh, when he's on track, he can carry an offense. When he's on track, how about he hasn't been on the track in five months? How right, about worried about him being on the field, not on track? Yeah. That's so funny to me. How, what does Stan have to do with anything? He hasn't done a thing. What has he done? He hasn't done a thing. Now, he's capable. That's why he's the X Factor. Because he's capable of being a guy that can carry you. He's capable of that. If he gets hot, when that guy gets on his tears... He absolutely is capable of it. 
He can, he can wreck you. Who do you think you. has a better chance to carry the Yankees, Judge or Stanton? Well, you're going to say Judge. I mean, Judge has got – he's been really good over the last 30 games. I think he's got like 15 homers in their last 34 games or something like that. Judge? Judge has been really good since he came back from injury. Well, isn't he the X Factor then? The hottest I think, guy? I think you expected from him. I think they've gotten zero What about your boy Encarnacion? Couldn't he be an X Factor? he's going to be ready. Really? He's still hurting. Uh, they don't know if he's – they're going to wait till Friday to decide if he's going to make their roster or not. Uh, so he didn't come back in any of those last games? I thought he did. He did, but he's not 100%. Stanton is healthy for the first time all year. He has not played all year. You don't know what to expect from him, which is why he's the – you know, as they put there, the X factor. Do you think Freddie Freeman's going to be able to hang with that bad elbow of his? We'll see. Tough injury for the Braves. Wow, that's crazy. This is all going to be crazy. Can you believe it's finally time for uh, baseball playoffs? October tomorrow. Let's well, go. I just think that, um, you know, the regular season is so lame. I really I know. do. It's, this is oh, the real deal. God, when you get to these games, it's the real deal. Listen, I'll say one thing. They they talked today about how baseball games were longer than ever. What? Like, literally, how, they showed 2005. What are they? Not, is it? 19 minutes longer than they were in 2005. Is that possible? I think they are. So anyway, I'm just thinking to myself when I saw that, that how long the games are, and that the only reason I can equate it to anything is because how bored I am watching them. You know what I mean? It's it, it has been so boring sometimes watching baseball in the summer. Like you just want to pull your teeth out. I mean it. Like, that, that's what the problem is with baseball. You know all these guys like Tim Anderson, right? He says that the game's boring. It's because it is. You can't even deny it, right? I mean, I like baseball. Do not get me wrong. But it is becoming more and more apparent to me that it's just like the Stanley Cup playoffs and the NBA playoffs in the sense that the regular season is just a giant waste of time. It's boring. And then it gets good when it's playoffs, Right. I'm going to lump baseball in with basketball and hockey now. I like watching the NBA every night. I don't have a problem watching um, basketball, to be honest. I can get a little bored now watching hockey, where I used to just absolutely love it, and I couldn't get enough of it. I think one of the problems around here is, Mafia, is that I watch the uh, Rangers, Islanders, and Devils, which is what I find uh, less than appealing. Like, I, I honestly, like... I like watching the Wednesday night national games better than I like watching these local teams. Because, you know, frankly, they've all stunk. The only team that's been even remotely decent at best is his team, the Islanders. Right, they're, last they're year's Islanders were good. The last two years, the Rangers. But I'm not a fan them. of them, so I'm not a fan of any of them. So right. for me, to they have to them. sit and watch them every single night, that's what's boring to me. I, I can't take it. Sense. Now, I'm sure you two love it because those are your teams. But I, I, I can't even watch, to be honest with you, the Penguins every night, like just every night. I like the national games because I get a different look, you know. But the problem with the national network is they only show about five or six teams regularly. They just don't show enough of the league. I think that's a problem that they have. They constantly show you the same teams, and they don't show any other teams. It's been a major issue with their partner. Obviously, NBC wants those big teams and those big markets on in those Wednesday night and Sunday afternoon when they get to that point games. Right. I think they did put a really good – now, nobody's going to be into it because it's the first week of October, baseball, playoffs, football's going on. They did put a pretty good doubleheader on for opening night. I mean, the last two Stanley Cup champs, Blues Capitals in the first game, that's a good game. And then what is right now, without question, the best 
or shall I say most, you know, heated rivalry in the NHL. And that is the Sharks and the Golden Knights, who just absolutely hate each other they're, they're in the back end. And of they're, the playing at, they're playing They're uh, playing. Now, Wednesday didn't they have the other night, the Kane incident? Last night. I mean, just uh, two nights ago, whatever it was. Is he going to be suspended night. from that game? Oh, he pretty pushed the ref. I mean, he's, he's going to be suspended. But they were going at it again, those two teams, in that final preseason game. Was that who they got shafted by? The, the Yes, that was the first round series last year. The, the, the Sharks, Sharks got Golden it, Knights. And, the, and the Knights they got shafted. They played in the playoffs the last, their first two years in the, in the league. So that has become, you know, obviously historically it's not. But it's become a new rivalry. right now the most heated rivalry in the NHL is Sharks-Golden Knights. No question. The two teams that hate each other the most in the NHL are those two teams. Maybe. Like like Bruins-Canadians is is an old rivalry. Rangers-Islanders. I I think the Bruins-Leafs is better than the Bruins-Canadians now. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, The Leafs never beat the Bruins. So, you know, it would be nice if they beat them once in a while. The Sharks beat them last year. Vegas beat them the year before that. They're always in fist fights with each other. I mean, that's like hate. Like, those two teams hate each other. That's great. I don't think the Bruins and the Leafs hate each other. So that's the game Wednesday night? That's the second game of the, the late game, the 10-30. So we got a double dip on Wednesday night? Yes. Nice. I love it. 855-212-4227. Call. Let's start talking about all the pain day games from yesterday in the NFL. And tonight's game, feel free. Steelers blow out the Bengals. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, 855-212-4227. Don in Cleveland on the fan. What's up, Scotty? How you doing? Hey, man. Um, I just want to talk a little Bills. I was impressed by what they did. Obviously, Josh Allen went out, but um, their defense is solid. And they played uh, with the Patriots. I think the Patriots are uh, a little vulnerable, you know, on the road. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm not uh, sure about that. I I think they're not vulnerable at all. Uh, But I think that the Bills have played them so much. And their defense is built uh, to stop the Patriots. Their entire uh, being, their entity, their existence, it would appear to me, is to beat the Patriots. Uh, there's only one way to get into the playoffs. There's two ways. The the one way is a wild card, which is a dangerous way to make a living. And then there's the real way, which is win the division. So their goal is to beat them. And I think they've built a defense to stop Tom Brady. And they have done increasingly better at getting to that point. They are on the cusp of beating the uh, Patriots. They had every chance in the world to beat them yesterday after they were down. Weren't they down 13 zip? Yes, right out of the gate. So I'm not wrong, right? Like that's their whole existence is built uh, to beat the the Patriots and they're getting damn close, but they still didn't get it done. I mean, they had every chance in the world. I think the problem for me was is that, you know, Allen got knocked out of the game and Barkley couldn't get it done. It, it actually was more than Allen getting knocked out of the game. Uh, Allen ruined this game in the first half. It was on him. All right, I know he left the game. And if he's in that game in the fourth quarter, maybe one of those two drives that Barkley had that went down to the into Patriot territory, maybe they end differently. But Allen sabotaged this game early, and I know he's a young quarterback. I know that he's still learning, and I know he has shown flashes of being a good player, but he completely sandbagged the Bills in that game yesterday because their defense put up a Herculean effort. And like you said, they have been building this defense to stop that team. And honestly, they have now. That is a top five defense in the NFL. They showed it yesterday. What was Brady? 16 of 38 for a buck 50? 
I know they didn't sack him, but they didn't sack him because he just kept throwing the ball to the sideline every time they ran right. at him. Their defense is there. The offense is not caught up yet because they have a second-year quarterback who is still learning and still making dumb decisions with the football. Right. He sits there every week and says, I can't do that. Throws into traffic. And let's get to the hit because that was a big topic yesterday of, of the guy Jones going helmet to helmet on Allen. I've obviously looked at it about 1,500 times now since yesterday. So what did they do to the guy? Anything? Well, they flagged him, but the, and he'll probably get fined this week, but they didn't throw him out of the game. Uh, look, it's a tough call. Here's my thing, and, and Brady actually said it, and Brady's kind of right. you got to protect yourself in this league, especially when you're a quarterback, when you're a guy that is paid to lead your team. Allen's got to slide. I, I mean, I know he was going down. He was being tackled. He kind of lowered his shoulder. Allen is still learning, and he learned a lesson yesterday. You slide, okay? Because I know he runs a lot and he scrambles, but you're going to take a hit like you did yesterday, and now you cost your team because, you know, they lost the game because of him yesterday, but he also might have won him the game if he was still in it at the end. Right. And he might now lose him a game on Sunday because he might not play now against the Titans. And their defense is good enough to beat the Titans. We know that, but is Matt Barkley going to put up enough points to beat them? That's the problem is now you're going to have to go with Barkley in Smashville. Right, and that's and you just took a game where you were probably in good shape, and um, who knows now. And with the Titans, we talk about it every week. They win the games that they're not supposed to, that they're dogs, and they lose the games where they're favorites. It happens all the time for them. So I hope that trend continues on Sunday. But Allen needs to learn to take care of the ball more, and he needs to now. He got his first NFL lesson yesterday. You slide. When you're running with the football. Yeah, I'm not – I don't dispute any of that, although I will say I am – if I'm you, I'm nervous with Barkley in uh, oh, on the course. road. Of course. Well, running. if he had to play a ton of games, I'm going to be nervous. Um, uh, you know, could they win a, a 13-10 game with Barkley on Sunday in Nashville? They could. I mean, I'm saying if Allen's playing in that game, I'd feel a lot better. But Allen is reckless. He is a young player who is still learning in this league. Uh, he wants to be a hero. And he tried being they a hero. They keep saying that hero ball. He wants to be a hero in the first half yesterday, and he's just, you know. Well, and then they, he comes didn't out. Didn't they have a punt blocked? Well, he had a punt blocked also. Was so, that a touchdown too? Yes. So the, the defense only gave up nine points. So their offense, their quarterback, and their special teams cost him the game. Allen and, uh, and the punt block cost him the game, absolutely. All right. So, Mavia, are you taking the Bills on the road with Matt Barkley against Mariota and the Titans in Smashville? I am. Because people, once again, are going to get hyped off a good performance by them yesterday. It's the first time Mario's probably looked like the guy they drafted you know, out of Oregon in his whole career. But, as we saw when they came off that Cleveland game, it's going to be short-lived. He's not as good as he looked last, uh, in the last game. That Bills defense is very good. If they're going to hold Tom Brady down to what they did, you'd think they're not going to do even worse to Marcus Mariota. I think the defense is going to keep him in it. Defense might even score you know, 10 points themselves just to get them you know, on the board. And I think they're going to do a heavy dose of, of what they did yesterday is give it to Gore, give it to Gore, you know, or or if uh, the other running back's back, the young kid, they're going to hand it off to him. I think they're going to try to run it as much as they can, throw it to the running backs, you know, out of the backfield when they can, and not put it in Barkley's hands. All right, so uh, there you go, 855-212-4227. Uh, I wanted to uh, – I bet on the Bills yesterday. I hit the spread. I was happy about that. I wanted them to win – Obviously, I would have run naked, as you know. Uh, I did not have to run naked. They had their chances, but it is what it is. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. They've shown that they're close. 
it is amazing to me. What bothered me was I sat there after the game was over and I said, all of these things happened in this football game that were so awful for them, and they still had the ball with their backup quarterback on the 40 with two minutes left on the, in the 40 game. Of New with England's a 40. All of the turnovers, the blocked punt for a touchdown. Didn't get picked. Losing their the quarterback. Yeah, the ball went straight up in the air. The guy, Van Noy, came over and hit him. Um, all the things that happened in that football game, and they still I had the you, ball. I gave you the Gore Buck Nine. I told you if he has 100 yards, they can win the game. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't tell you that Allen would throw three picks and uh, they'd have Allen, a punt block Allen, for a touchdown. Allen wrecked the game. Uh, Allen. And you saw Allen come out the first drive of the second half. He goes six for six and leads him right down the field. Like, where was that earlier in the game? Like, he made smarter decisions, quick passes. The ball was out in two seconds. He didn't do that the whole rest of the game, and it just frustrates you. But that's having a young quarterback. You're going to have days like that. It is what it is. But their defense is uh, worth the price of admission. They are a real good unit. And did they come out of that game healthy with their defense? The defense is healthy, yeah. The Chiefs, how about that drive at the end of the game? And and listen, we keep saying it. Give the Lions credit again. Lions they covered. In, Lions are in that football game. <laughs> they covered game for me. And had a chance to win it. Uh, just a, a tough loss for the Lions. They're both trying to give that game away at that one point. We, we had, like, was it the three straight turnovers between two teams? The, the, the fumbles back and forth, some of them in the red zone. The, John, the carry on Johnson one where he's stretching out when he's already pretty much down. Stretching out for no reason, he gets it knocked away and returned for a hundred yards. It seemed like neither of them wanted it in the third quarter, and then both of them made great plays at the end of the game to try to win it. That was a great game, Chiefs Lions. Uh, he didn't throw a touchdown pass yesterday, Mahomes, right? He did not. So, weren't they already giving him the MVP uh, this year after three weeks, and uh, that he was going to throw for fifty touchdowns again? Can't have a, a no touchdown week, in my opinion, and throw fifty. Is that is that possible? You can just have zero one week and still throw fifty, because he hasn't been throwing like he did before. Do you remember? But I think didn't that he come a, out and throw five and six touchdowns yeah, I, in games. I think he's a little injured right now. I think he's a little banged up, and he still he got the win. Were you surprised the Raiders won in Indy? I was shocked. I got burned Absolutely on that. Absolutely stunned. Especially how early, how they jumped out on them early and just were beating them down, and then India to try to come back. Like I did not see the Raiders even. You know, winning the game, let alone owning it from the beginning. We're talking NFL from Sunday. Call the show with your team, your reactions, 855-212-4CBS. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. Uh, you got to get on PharrellOnTheBench.com. Everybody's doing it. They just won't admit it. My site kicks ass and takes names. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Every pick, every play, every day. 71% this week in NFL spreads. 71%. I mean, nobody does that. I do it all the time. I got a 79, a 77, and a 71, uh, and then a 61 in four weeks. I mean, 71% on spreads, so... How you like me now? 64% in college on Saturday for the second straight week. And I hit my top five college ranked plays. Seven of my top eight. Eight of my top ten. PharrellOnTheBench.com is the best site ever. Sign up. You won't regret it. Hide the money from your wife. By the way, mid-October, the site's getting even better. You're going to be blown away. 855-2124-CBS. Uh, Peron in Georgia, you're on CBS Sports Radio. 
Hey, Pharrell. Hey, I buddy. wanted to ask you about the Titans. Uh, been listening to the show the past couple of weeks. Carver High uh, pretty much gave the best summary of that team. I've been a fan of them since they went to Nashville. I ever heard they uh, win the games where they're dogs and they lose where they're favorites. They won against Atlanta, up against the Bills. I missed the tail end of the conversation before the break. What's it going to take for this team to even out and get continued success? Well, I think that uh, I'm not sure that that trend will always uh, be in effect. The minute you start thinking it's automatic that they'll go, you know, win when they're uh, when they're dogs and lose when they're favorites, that's just not. I just that does not hold water for me. But it's true. It seems as though. That's their M.O., that they win one that they're not supposed to, and they lose when they're supposed to They go win. give it back right away. Right. Like they'll win a big game and then go and lose one the next right. week that you're like, they just won this great game. How do you go and lose at home to, you know, whoever? It's but, just weird. But they definitely do that. There's no denying that. I do, but I do think that uh, you cannot uh, leave your light on hoping that it'll, uh, you know— no one's going to rob the I, house. I just think it's the kind of trend that it, it won't happen every game, but it's just the kind of thing that, you that's, know, they're going to end up 8-8 eight eight at the end of the year. Like, that's the kind oh, of yeah. thing they're just going to end up a 500 team. Fair enough. I mean, they seem uh, to be that team. But, look, um, I don't have a problem at all with the Bills. Uh, I just have won. I've won good money with the Bills this year, and I believe in the Bills' defense. Fair enough. I do not believe in their offense. I believe in uh, – I do like Josh Allen. I think he's – somewhat can be a little bit difficult with his decision-making. And I do like Frank Gore. He he gives you a buck nine, and it, the guy's like 100. But he just keeps having 100-yard games. The guy's incredible. But I don't like their offense that much, on the road even, that they're just going to go to Nashville and do whatever they want with Matt Barkley running things. If he were good, he'd be a starting quarterback, but he's not. He's a perennial backup, and that's what he is, and I thought he looked like it yesterday. So I I have no faith in him at all. So it's up to the Bills' defense to beat the Titans. Now, they have to take advantage of no, you know, Josh Allen. Like, that's that's an opening for the Titans. Now, but they're going to have trouble scoring on that defense. This could be a 9-6 game, 12-9 written all over it because the Bills don't give up any points. So it's going to be that kind of a game, if you ask me. They're not getting steamrolled by anybody. So I like the under. And then if you're going to bet the Titans, to me, it's high risk, minus three. They'll be lucky if they win that game by one or two. Three, you start getting sketchy. That's why I think Vegas put it that way because that defense is legit. Yeah, and that was the, you know, we'll see what happens. The line is off in a lot of places right now. I don't know what it will be when it's actually announced if or Allen is or not I playing. see it in Vegas at three. I think it could be a little different when it's announced if Barkley's playing. But So then it, uh, what, what do you think, it turns into I five? Think, yeah, I mean, I think it could be more than three. So grab that three today. If that's what, you know, it, well, look, if they get five, it's even better. Seriously, George in L.A. Hey, Pharrell, what's going on? Listen, I cannot believe that I was in L.A. for four days. I never saw the sun for five seconds. <laughs> I can't even believe hey, that. Hey, bro, what about that? We got steamrolled, Pharrell, by the damn Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Were we looking ahead to a Seattle game or what, man? The golf can't hold on to the ball. And they kept saying the second half, oh, they'll figure it out. They'll make adjustments. They made no adjustments. Listen, I, listen. they were in that game. Uh, they had a chance to tie the game. They had the ball. 
Uh, everyone thought they were going to move down the field and go for two and tie the game. Uh, he fumbled the ball, and Sue picked it up, ran in the end zone. Let's give credit where credit is due. Uh, Jameis Winston threw four touchdown passes. They were up 21 nothing. You cannot lose a game when you're up 21 to nothing on the road, and they still almost lost it. It was a wild game. I thought it was, uh, you know, the game of the day, without a doubt, and the Bills' pats, but that was ugly, that game, you know, with the sloppiness of it. With, you know, fumble or picks, three picks and a block punt. But the Buccaneers-Rams was just, you know, 95 points of excitement. And I got to tell you, uh, I thought, you know, Winston may have looked the best I've ever seen him, ever. So Bruce Arians is actually getting the most out of this guy. And I think it, you know, behooves everybody to look at the situation for what it is. This guy is now playing well. And the coach, he's going to get all the credit, Arians, right? The question is, are they going to give him a new deal? <laughs> because I would say at this point, before this season started, he was not getting a new deal from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This was his last shot, right? But I think in the last few weeks, he's looked great. And I think they have to start asking themselves a serious question is, should they give him a new deal? A lot of these other teams keep giving their quarterbacks new deals, this guy can flat-out play in this system with Arians. The question is, how long will Arians coach? You never know if the guy's going to start telling you he's got heart problems again or whatever the hell it is. He's always got something. No offense, but he seems like a guy that, you know, his health is an issue. So when's that going to come rearing its ugly head again? But would you give uh, Jameis Winston a new deal in Tampa? Yeah, I'm not ready to go there yet. And I know that they scored a lot of points yesterday. That was a very weird game in a lot of ways. And... I know he threw a bunch of touchdown passes, but with five minutes left and they were up two scores, he threw a pick six to put the Rams back in the game too. A really dumb pick six. So I'm not quite ready to be there yet. I think that the Ram defense was absolutely embarrassing yesterday. Uh, you know, the Bucks had a big lead against the Giants the week before that too, and they blew that, and they ended up losing that game. Field goal kicker was awful. I get that too. But I'm not ready to go – on the whole Winston do you uh, think, as a savior so, thing yet. So you you don't think he'll uh, get a new deal in Tampa? I'm not sure yet. I think we need to play more games. I think we've seen some good, and I think we've seen they some bad. They should have won the Giant game. They should have won the Giant game, but they didn't. He threw two pick sixes against the Niners in week one, lost that game. Almost blew it yesterday with that pick six with five minutes left, but his defense bailed him out with the uh, with Barrett getting the strip and Sue bringing it back for the touchdown. Do you give him any chance for a win in New Orleans this week? They always seem to play well there. They, they beat him there last year, week right. one. Week one, they beat him. So uh, that was Fitz, not Jameis. But yeah, that that's true, that's true. But I, you know what? Uh, Saint D looked pretty good last night, huh? They did. That Saint D, <laughs> but their <laughs> offense didn't look good. It did not. But their D came to play against the Cowboys. Their D definitely came to play against the Cowboys. I don't think that D. Uh, well. I guess, I, you know, if you stop Dallas, that's a good sign that they can stop Tampa probably, right? So anything's possible. Uh, Arturo in San Diego. Pharrell, what's up, man? How are you? Hey. I'm good. What's happening? Quick question, man. I'm thinking, uh, you know, I just want your take on, on the Niners. You know, Niners haven't been 3-0 and since 98. Right. Um, I was a fan back then, but it's a, it's a very nervous excitement, especially with this uh, mess of a win against Pittsburgh. Uh, just want to know if you think that the Niners are the strongest team in the, in the NFC West at the moment. 
Well, I, I think uh, I, I think the Steelers should have won the game against the Niners with five turnovers to start with, and they blew it as usual. But uh, I'll tell you what, and, and you got to remember they were playing with Mason Rudolph, so this guy's like second game in the league. But I'll give you this. Um, I mean, they're three and zero. There's no denying it. I think they could lose this week to the Browns. I think the Browns are as good as they are, and. Ooh. And I'll tell you another thing. I think the Rams are better than the Niners. Yeah, like when you start talking best in the NFC West, like can we see the 49ers play the Rams and the Seahawks first before we start, start crowning start them? Crowning them. I know they're 3-0. and We talk about this a lot the last few weeks. You beat who you beat. We're not going to take points away from you. But they haven't played the two other teams in their division that are good in the Rams and so, the Seahawks. So who's so undefeated right now? The Chiefs, the Pats, and them. That's it. Well, they uh, that that's, you know, I think there's a chance that could end. Uh, I think they could lose to the Browns on Monday night. Yeah, I think they might be the first of those three and to And they still have four division Rams twice, Seahawks twice. They got a lot of games left to play here. They had an early bye, the week four bye. Right, which is... so they're rested and fresh and all the rest. And sometimes people say, oh, you're good to go. Well, maybe they miss a beat because they that's were right. out. And the Browns looked pretty good yesterday. They looked really good yesterday. Really good. And the game they Both lost. Both sides of the ball. And the game they lost to the Rams on the Sunday nighter, that, they looked they good. They had the ball with they, a chance to tie. They, they looked good in that game, too. So, I think they're, uh, without a doubt, in my view, they're as good as the Niners. So, we'll see. I guess uh, time will tell. We'll find out on, uh, what, Monday night they play? So, a week from the night. That's a pretty decent Monday night game next week. Allegedly. Now, are you uh, turned off by all these uh, Browns games on every Sunday and Monday night? I think that after Monday, it's done for a while. Really? Yeah. L- let's hope they, so. They went heavy on them early in the season in prime time. Uh, I think it's a little bit until they're on again. So the Seahawks kicked uh, the Cardinals' ass. They seem to be imploding, the Cardinals. Yeah. They uh, play the Bengals this week in Cincinnati. A, How bad oh is that game? God. What a stinker. Jeez, Cardinals, Bengals. Seriously, is that just, That's a tough one. That's horseradish. That game's going to get buried on. <laughs> so Sunday. the Seahawks play the Rams in Seattle Thursday on night. Thursday night. Who do you like in that game? Man, the Rams looked so bad defensively yesterday. I kind of like Seattle Thursday night. Really? To beat them? Mafia? Are you on that? That Seattle will beat the Rams? They got a good chance if their defense plays anything like it did yesterday. I mean, I know yesterday was against Arizona, but I mean, that play that Clowney made was incredible. I think the Rams are going to win it. I think it's going to be a close one. I think both defenses are going to step up a lot on Thursday night and make it a lot so if, you know, lower if, scoring than we would if expect. the Rams lose and they lose to the Buccaneers and then lose to Seattle, will they start going down um, Sean McVay's throat? Or are they going to let this guy – are they going to keep giving him the genius treatment that he's living in uh, Malibu and he's just smarter than everybody. He's a genius. And oh, you'll start to get questions. Is he going to start getting heat? Out. Yeah, absolutely. If he starts losing, he'll take heat. I mean, look how high people were on you know what Freddie Kitchens did with Mayfield last year. Then they lose two games at the beginning of this year, and they're saying he's you know above his head and he doesn't know what he's doing. Get him out of there. So people turn on you real quick. You lose two, three in a row. So I was at the uh, stables on uh, Saturday night, right? So you left and. Uh, you know, you, you saw the fans booing Kawhi Leonard at the Rams game yesterday because it's Lakers town. <laughs> you can tell yourself whatever you want to know, just so you're we're clear here. 
the Lakers own Los Angeles. Now, they're going to try to sell you that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are going to win championships with the Clippers and that it's a, a Clippers town now. So I go to the bar, and I'm getting drinks, right? And this guy, this drunk idiot, was screaming at people that um, they were Laker fans, and he was a Clipper fan. And he was like, it's a Clipper. It's the Clippers' world now. We got Kawhi Leonard now. And I was just thinking to myself, shut up, dude. Just shut your mouth. Shut your face. If you're a Clipper fan and you're bragging about anything, you suck so bad for the history. I mean, have they not been like the worst team in history? Just, I mean, can you at least break bread with Jesus before you start talking about you own Los Angeles? You own nothing, dude. You own nothing. They got a great, rich billionaire owner. That's all they got. And now you got Kawhi Leonard. Congratulations. And I, he doesn't have the pieces he had in Toronto. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 